Welcome to Turn the Page. Design your dream career podcast with me, Tyann. And me, Kyla. This is the podcast we wish existed as we fantasized for a decade about trading our corporate jobs for a dreamy life of passion and travel. We're sharing all of the misperceptions that kept us plugged into the corporate matrix and rat race, including the falsehood that we had to completely start over from scratch versus simply turn the page. Welcome back, page turners. How are you tonight? Hi, Tyson. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to talk until you stop. I'm just going to sit here. Oh, that's a great intro. People love listening to us a lot. That's what we hear from our listeners. So we're just going to keep that in. How are you? Oh my gosh, Skyla. I am okay. There is a lot happening. How There's are you? There's a lot happening. Yes, yes. So we were going to do part two of the mandatory fun episode, which we got a lot of good feedback on, by the way. But I we're going to hysterical, which, by the way, I, I listened to it twice and cracked myself up every time I listened to it. So it was just it was so vivid in my head going back to those moments, especially the uh, mandatory dodgeball or yes, or whatever. Yes. Was. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So I um, I think we're going to save that for a future episode because. Tyann and I were just chatting a little bit about it's a busy time of year. And we want to give you a gift today, which is information and some teaching and some, some lessons that we have learned that help you thrive versus survive during this time of year so that you don't have to play dysfunctional family bingo in your upcoming holidays, which hypothetically is a thing. Hypothetically, not really. It's a very much a real thing. And Kyla, I think one of the things we can do, because um, this is so therapeutic for you and I, and what I really want to help communicate to, to our audience is that, I mean, back to the we're not perfect. We live this every day and we might just be a few steps ahead of um other people on the journey, but we're trying to help people with advice. And, you know, we're real people too, living in the real world, things happen. And so when we were talking about, okay, let's park mandatory fund part two for just a sec, because there's been a lot of things that have happened. So we thought it might be more valuable to share. How do you get through this time of year um, without crying every day? In your in your car, in your garage, because that's the only place you can get away from people. Exactly. Exactly. I was uh, meeting a friend yesterday for this holiday bazaar and she had not been feeling well. And I said to her, you know, you've got three hours blocked. You're, you know, your husband's not expecting you. You could just go check into a hotel. Oh, my God. I love that idea so much. People don't know you can do no. that, by the way. Yeah. Now, we were doing a trip one time and something happened where like one flight got in and the next one didn't leave for something like eight hours. And then you see those poor people at the airport who were, you know, huddled up on the stupid chair with the armrest and all that. And we just went and checked into a hotel. Um, oftentimes they have a day rate. And I'm like, you can take a shower, you can take a nap and then come back. Exactly. So today we want to we talk about how to create some margin. In your life, we talked about the topic of margin a little bit, but 
we think it's really uh, vital this time of year. I have been traveling a lot. I know, Tayan, you're about to be traveling and you you had some epiphanies in the moment that you were able to use to kind of change some of your plans that I want to have you talk about because I think it's it's really important to realize that, you know, we often say that uh, bodies in motion stay in motion, right? There's a momentum in our lives that we have to disrupt if we yeah. want something different to happen. I've been traveling a lot. And my husband always says, when I come back home, he has to put me back together <laughs> because I am overscheduled. I'm like, over, I'm an introvert. I've, I've, mm-hmm. my cup is empty, right. uh, physically traveled, right? And so we want to talk about creating some margin in your life so that when something happens, because it will, then you have some space for that. Um, yes. And I'm going to give an example about a brilliant admin I had in the past. And then, Tayanne, you were just telling me a story. I'd love for you to share with our audience about some upcoming travel you had and realizations about what you actually needed for that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, does Matt call you um, when the panda bear gets home, the panda bear needs rest? If the panda bear is too hot or cold, she will rip your face off. There you go. Okay. And- uh, panda bears, uh, yes, they definitely, they like to be in their cave where it's like dark, Okay, you know, temperate, and they they just need to be left alone. Because again, introvert doesn't mean I'm a wallflower. It means that I need space by myself to fill my cup again so that I can go back out into the world and give it. There you go. Uh, luckily, I'm married to an introvert as well. And so he really understands and doesn't take any of it uh, personally. I love that. I love that. Panda bear's going back into her cave. So that's okay. Tell us about about margin and what you've learned, because that's one of my absolute favorite terms. I think I first heard it with Michael Hyatt, but I use it so much in terms of um, how valuable it is and how do we get it? Yeah. So I will tell you, uh, spatially, uh, zone of, um, we, we both love that book, The Tipping Point, or sorry, we do love the book. The tip. We do love that too. Yeah. Trying to say it was the big leap. Um, yes. Love we it. also love the big leap. And in the big leap, he talks about the different zones in your life. And we are passionate about getting people into their zone of genius in their career and their life. But there's also something called your zone of incompetence. I have I a zone. about that. But zone of incompetence when it comes to spatial. So if you say something is 500 feet, I really can't picture how far that is. Okay. I also have trouble spatially with time. My brain has trouble assessing how long something's going to take. Okay. And I tend to be the person who I'm rarely late, but I'm usually right on time. And I'm not usually early. I'm usually right on time because I haven't left a lot of margin or an accident, you know, if there's an accident, if there's traffic or, right. you know, something. This is that- fascinating. I didn't know this about you. We've known each other for so long and and right. we're still we're still learning things, which I yeah. love. Me too. So for me, I remember a vivid moment when I had a wonderful support person um, about 10 years ago. This was uh, right before I left corporate America for good. And she would manage my calendar. I'd never had anyone manage my calendar before. And she started putting in these blocks of space. They didn't have a topic and it was just a green block of space. And I asked her one day, what are these green blocks of space? And she said, well, that's your wellness time. And I said, tell me more. (laughs) 
what what is this thing of which you speak? I do not what know is this concept. She said, well, Kyla, I mean, you need to drive to a meeting in a different building. You need to get some water, maybe. Maybe you need to think or write something down. Oh, and I God. thought that is brilliant. And you know what, guys? Yeah. To this day, one of the things I love to help my clients do is create their dream day. And part of that is energy management. I'm a big believer in energy management versus time management. And the other thing is helping them create margin in their day. And to this day, I have blocks of time on my calendar that are green, thanks to this wonderful support person. And for me, that gives me space in my day for the things that are going to happen to happen versus sliding in at the right, you know, right when the meeting is going to start or right when I'm, you know, going to my next coaching session or right when I'm working in my next. Um, I know both of us love to create deep thinking blocks. Yeah. I need to create um, so space to even be in the right mental space for a deep thinking block. Yeah. And so these these margins on my calendar really help me to transition from one thing to another, but it also just gives me some space. And I just got my new organizer in the mail. I know that Tyana and I both love paper. Yeah. We love journals and organizers so much. Yes. My goal each month is to look at the month ahead and to see what I have planned and really look at big rocks, right? I have five um, outcomes for my life and and look at those big rocks and see and make some tough decisions, right? Because we, you know, there's that saying that you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Right. And I think this time of year, it's so easy to get caught up and, you know, we should be doing everything. I, I just saw this post that basically uh, someone said, Christmas is canceled year, And she said, I'm not going to do Christmas cards. I'm not going to have a party. I've decided to only focus on three things. And she listed what the three things were. And one of them was her own wellness. I feel that is so much. Yeah, so much. Then Christmas cards last year, which was the first time I I can't remember how long I was going to um, London and Paris right before Christmas. And I thought, I just can't cope with this. And nothing happened. Right. The world kept spinning, didn't it? Did you lose any friends who called you and were like, I can't believe you didn't send me a card, Kyla. You're off the friend list. Um, no, I mean, just, yeah, the number of cards I get has shrunk dramatically over the years. I, I don't care. One year I knew I was going to be late, so I did um, Happy New Year cards instead of Christmas cards. I had somebody send a Valentine card and they're like, this is as soon as I could get it together. I um, did Valentine's one year. Yeah. Yeah. I love, there's you. love it. Well, Okay. I love so much about what you said, and I want to talk about it because I think one of the, you know, little summary items I want people to take away from this is where can we put green zones? Because I'm going to start calling them that. So where can we put green zones on your on your calendar? Because as we know, unless you have an assistant who will help you with this, which is quite a luxury, um, boundaries don't just assert themselves or show up themselves on your calendar. And so if you give every part of yourself away, you will have nothing left for you, um, much like you. So um, let me back up a few things here and even talk about how I got to the assistant in the first place. Because when we're entrepreneurs, typically we start out and you do all the things, right? Um, we're still trying to generate revenue. We're not sure about 
cyclical sources of revenue? You know, can I even afford somebody right now? All that kind of stuff. Well, I'd gotten to the point where my business was um, nine or 10 years old. And then quite literally out of the blue, I was feeling fine. And then the next thing I was on the floor and there was vomit everywhere. Don't you love, I have a lot of vomit stories. This seems to be a recurring theme. <laughs> there was no India heat pizza hut involved at all. This was just me. I was sitting right, right here in my office and I was, you know, here. And then I was there and I was in the most excruciating pain. I, I, I can't even describe the pain and no one else was home. And I was trying to figure out what do I do? And, you know, I live, um, it's still in kind of a rural area where if I called an ambulance, it would have taken, you know, still like 40 minutes to get here. So anyway, all that's to say, I ended up with this really bad kidney stone and I was in the ER for like eight hours, but it was such a big wake up call that I can't do it all. And I shouldn't do it all. And I don't have to do it all. And when I was looking at the things that I was doing that were causing me stress, I mean, it was it was little stuff, administrative things, you know, calendar, email management. God, I hate email. When I run for president, that'll be another platform as I'm eliminating email altogether. Um, and then that's what that's like, you know, you know, I can pay someone actually not very much money at all who will do those things. And for her, it's not her zone of incompetence. Email for me, I'm a thousand percent incompetent at email. And so had that, that was horrible, actually. Well, there you go. So it was a terrible experience to go through. God, I hope nobody ever has a kidney stone because the pain was unreal. However, like had that kind of health emergency not happened, I don't know how much long, you know, it, it would have taken me a much longer point to get to that where I needed help. And so much like your um, green zones, she now is very protective of my time, time that I would give away. And she will come back to me and say, no, you don't have time to drive in 45 minutes and have lunch with someone and drive 45 minutes back and then do a virtual session. Um, they need to be scheduled on a different day. Or she'll say, your flight doesn't get in until 10 the night before. No, you're not going to do anything before noon. And it has been so good for me. So good. Um, so there you go on, on, yeah, which has been great. So just, and same thing, we have a color on the calendar, which is um, nothing goes here. I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, oh, one more thing I was thinking about when you were talking about your zone of incompetence with uh, spatial time and, and recognition and all that. Um, I finally had to come to grips with, I am not the kind of person who has a project that's coming up and will do like, if I just work on this 30 minutes a day, then it'll all be done by the time the deadline shows up. I think that's brilliant. I admire those people so much. I am 50 years old and that is, it's just not going to happen. And I had to come to grips with, okay, well, how do I work? I work right before the thing happens. And so I I really beat myself up for that for a long time because I'm like, must have low moral character or, you know, a good person wouldn't do it that way. A good person would have all these project management skills. Well, for me, what works is working on something the day before. So if I have a session for you, I'm going to prep for that the day before. And I've got enough experience now in what I'm doing in my content that that's fine. That works out. 
And so now that's how I build my schedule. When, when do I have the thing? And I just make sure I don't schedule other things the day before. Yeah. And I feel so much better about myself. Now, let me ask you this, because we're both maximizers, which mm -hmm. means that we're, we're always taking in information and banking it, and then we pull it out when we need it. So I, I can imagine that you've, you're actually working on it in your head, behind the scenes, even maybe subconsciously. And then the day before is when you actually put it on paper. Okay, so a la Brene Brown, taking time off to write her book and bitching on Netflix. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's that to it, which almost touches back on our point of you've got all the experience in your head. You know, you, just because you start your new adventure doesn't mean you forget everything. I quite literally had this conversation with a friend this week who's looking at potentially making a, a pivot. And I'm like, you, you have all this knowledge. You're, you're not starting from scratch. So, but one thing you and I were chatting about before we started recording was we, maximizers are great at return on investment. And we really have to be careful at what investment we're trying to maximize. And so you could say, well, I'm trying to squeeze in as much as I can during a day. Hence, I'll have 16 meetings in one day. I can do it. Um, well, yes, that is one thing you're maximizing, but what are you, at what cost? And so now instead of looking at my worth in terms of how many meetings am I having a day or how much client work am I doing a day, I'm like, how do I feel about that day? That's what I want to maximize is feeling good about that day. That might be no work at all. <laughs> or maybe it's I do some email and then I take a nap or, you know, any number of other things. So I think that's so important to come back to and revisit the am I maximizing the right things? I love um, in strengths, there's the watch outs. Right. Me too. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, there's, there's watch outs for every strength. And I think for me, it's, it's such a empowering uh, perspective on the information, right? Yeah. So your strength can become a challenge if, if you don't have awareness of kind of the, the shadow side as it were, yeah. right? Other, other. And I think for me as a maximizer, there's always something better. There's always something I can improve. It, I love to iterate. I love to curate information. I know you do too. Absolutely. And so, you know, we were also talking about the fact that uh, so much of expectations that we have of ourselves, that we have of others, they're all just made up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's talk about that because yeah, expectations, I, I heard this somewhere, are premeditated disappointment. And it's, yeah. I thought that was so great. I'm like, oh man, is that true or not? And as we were chatting, everything is an artificial construct. Everything is made up. I mean, we talked about this back in our, you know, industrial education episode where we were talking about who says the workday has to between eight and five or that we have to work five days a week. All that's made up. It's all made up. And so when we put these expectations on ourselves, we have made them up and we need to realize we can make new ones too. And I'm with you, uh, maximizers. We love to tweak. You should see my, I have a folder in my inbox for swap this slide out with this new thing, or here's an article I want to read and I want to talk about. 
But when I'm going to deliver something, that client doesn't know that they're seeing a deck I've used before. And I always try to keep it relevant and fresh, but do they need the latest tweak that I want it? Not necessarily. Right. And that's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I remember when I was, when I was noodling coaching, uh, I thought I had to go back to school. I, you know, so much of what we've talked, right. And in reality, I'd actually been a coach all along. I just didn't, I didn't identify as a coach. Right. Right. And so what, you know, what are the things that you, um, you are already doing that you want to keep doing? And then what are the things that you might want to just say no to? You know, I love that, that expression. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Right. I love that. That's a Tim Ferriss and Derek Sivers. Um, and it's, you know, people kind of laugh when they hear it, but it's really worth giving it a try. And what I love too is kind of integrating that your body's um, somatic responses because your body will tell you what you really are thinking about something before your brain will let you say it. So the next time someone says, um, you know, will you host the meeting at your house? And you know, the socially acceptable answer is yes. Or will you bake 50 cupcakes for the, you know, school event? And you're you say yes, and your body immediately tenses up and you feel like, oh, God, that sounds horrible. That's your real answer. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Pay attention to that. Yeah. So, you know, in the thick of the holiday season, um, you know, what what are you excited about? And then what are you not excited about? If you are excited about something, that is your clue that you might want to you might want to keep it on your schedule if you are dreading something that might be a clue that you might want to take it off right you know when I was in journalism yeah, school they always told us to write and then take out half okay. and that you, you really need so what if you looked at your schedule for the next several weeks and you took out half or you added in a bunch of green zones to give yourself yes. some space, races, right, for the, the so, upcoming. This is a little bit Jeff Foxworthy. You know, you might be a redneck if, but it's like, yeah, you, you, you might be sad if you have some sad things on your calendar, or you might be happy if you've got happy things. Well, guess who's going to be in charge of that? It's you. It's you. Yeah. So if you don't want to do the 50 holiday parties this year, don't do them. Just say no. Or, you know, just because every year prior to this, you have done the party, you've made the whatever, you're in charge of the turkey. It doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. Yes. And it's amazing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You know, you talk about neural pathways a lot, and that's one of my favorite topics, too. And we get these things grooved in there, and then we can just kind of skip over the how does this make me feel or do I even want to do it? Um, or gosh, you know, so-and-so is going to be mad at me. Um, well, are they? Are they going to be mad at you if they don't get a Christmas card? Probably not. World's going to keep going. Right. Next, Yeah. It, 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 I mean, we're just there again. There's so much momentum. And so we just want you to hold some space to, you know, look at what you have coming up, disrupt that momentum and decide if you want to 
keep doing that if you want to add some green space in. Yeah. Uh, a few years ago, um, I was at a um, an in-law's house for Thanksgiving and they had honey-baked turkey. I didn't oh. really know honey-baked ham had the turkey. I only knew about the ham. They use the same glaze on the turkey as they do on the ham. Well, that would make turkey taste much better. It is delicious. And so for several years after that, my family started requesting, hey, and Kyla, can you bring that turkey? Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's so many options for you to, you know, I love that there's that woman that does like half-baked or something and it, it's sort of like half of it's homemade or half homemade oh yes uh um, andrew was her something. name what was it? yeah it'll it'll come to me um yeah um semi semi-homemade sand semi-homemade yeah absolutely great yeah. so yeah if you've got yeah, a starbucks absolutely. stove top that's you know it here's the deal it counts it all counts and i don't know why we get into this thing where we discount stuff like it doesn't count I don't make it from scratch. It doesn't count if I pick it up on the way from the store. Um, it all counts. Everything counts. This this is life. And but I mean, I have this happen. And you know, I was going to share this story about. I'm talking about you. You get in these grooves with our thinking. And so, I'm living in you know outside of Austin right now. My husband um, is taking a new job, and so he's up north of Dallas. And I've got this you know, kind of a busy travel week coming up and it involves Chicago and Midland, Texas. For those of you who don't know where Midland is, it's out in the middle of nowhere in West Texas and it's oil fields and it is difficult to get to. Like it's not a major flight hub. And in my head, and I was doing this jockeying to figure out how do I go from Austin to Chicago, Chicago to Dallas, spend one night and see my husband and then get from Dallas to Midland and Midland back to Austin because that's where my car's going to be. And I was already just looking at the week thinking, I don't even want to do the week. Like, I'm already exhausted and don't want to do it. And by the way, I've got two great clients. So it's good work. And then it finally occurred to me, this was like a day or two ago. I'm like, I don't, I don't have to do that at all. And I miss my husband. By the way, I can go drive to Dallas and then just rearrange my flight schedule so that I have way more time with him and I'm not trying to jigger this weird flight deal. And um, I just, I'm like, why did it take me so long to figure that out, that I could make life easier on myself? <laughs> so that's one of those things too, to kind of look at your calendar. Let's figure out where you can put some green zones in. Let's look at some things that might be causing you angst, whatever it is that's coming up. And are, have we trapped ourselves in a construct that if we just looked at it differently, we can change it and make it work better for us? So, Sayana, I love to use, you know, um, a color coding process or a physical process. So what if uh, you looked at your calendar over the next three weeks, let's call it, and you had, if, if it's an online calendar, you can use some shading, color shading, if if you have a paper calendar, maybe get a blue pen, a green pen, and a red pen, right? Mm -hmm. And just go through and mark, what are, what are you excited about? Maybe those right. are blue, right? What do you yeah. want to cut out? Those are red. And then where can you, even if you look at what you're excited about, what you're going to do, where can you create some green space? So Kyle, one thing that I was talking with my assistant about, but you don't have to have an assistant for this, is 
for whatever reason, we had kind of defaulted to every time someone uh, wanted a meeting or requested a call or something, it defaulted to an hour as a Zoom. Okay. And so then I started noticing this about my calendar and I thought, I don't, I don't need an hour with this person. It was just a quick touch base. Well, guess what? If you allot an hour, you're going to spend an hour. And so I went back and I said, I want to take off the default Zoom and it's, we're not going to default to an hour. We're going to default to 15 minutes, a phone call for 15 minutes. And then if someone needs more time, we can allocate that. But otherwise, we can take care of a lot in that. So guess what? I just freed up 45 minutes of space on my calendar that otherwise would have been taken. Yes, I love that. And you could also do that with a party. You know, you could go to a party and decide we're leaving at 8 o'clock, right? Yes. Yet an intention before... Um, because to your earlier point, boundaries don't just happen. You have to actually, I love that James Clear quote that you, you don't rise to the level of your habits. You fall to the level of your systems or it's something like that. Right. Yeah, atomic so, habits. We love James Clear so much. So I've got that so, right back there. <laughs> so we want you to put in some systems so that these things will start to happen, not by magic, but by, by intention, by you putting some systems yeah. in place. Okay, so I had another one of these that um, last week, it was Thanksgiving. My husband's mother lives in an assisted living facility, and we wanted to, you know, get her for Thanksgiving and make sure she wasn't by herself and all that. Well, we took her over to my husband's sister, so my sister-in-law's house, and she had said, I need y'all to come early, so I want you to be there by 1045 because we have a one o'clock commitment. I didn't ask her what it was. Frankly, maybe she just wanted to take a nap. I don't know. Maybe they were going to another party or something. But it, I'll tell you how refreshing it was, Kyla, not to feel like I was trapped for an endless amount of time with people whom I love. But you know how it is. You're like, when, when is it acceptable to leave or what? So it actually felt really good that when one o'clock came, we're all like, okay, bye. Yeah. yeah. And I thought too often we don't set end times to functions. Yes. We know that that the task will expand to whatever time you give it, right? Right. The bigger the bag you buy, the more you're going to put in it. The bigger the house you buy, the more you're going to put in it. it so what is your intention for this time over the next three weeks? And we would love for you to, again, look at what you have, um, create some space, look at what you're excited about, what you can remove. And that's going to set you up for... Our next episode, which is going to be about the new year, we're going to talk about setting some intentions um, and some visions for the new year. Uh, we actually wanted to invite you to a special event that is going to be happening in person in Dallas, if you're in the Dallas area, or if you would like to travel to the Dallas area on Friday, January 12th, we're going to have an in-person visioning session. And again, you and I, you know, Tyan and I love tactile crafting. I'm We're so excited. I'm bringing the sitters. I'm bringing the scrapbook material. I'm bringing it all. This will be so fun. That's right. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of a collaboration with my other program that I recently launched that I talked about in a previous episode. So go to Your Radiant Mind. So Your Radiant Mind. So it has two R's, your and then radiantmind.com. 
and you can register for that event. And if you're not able to come in person, we'll also be offering it virtually. But we want to put into practice so much of what we have been teaching you and get your new year to a fantastic start with amazing things like boundaries and green zones and hell yes, hell no. As you continue to turn the page and you design the next iteration of your career, your life, your experience and this human thing that we're all we're all in together. Any closing words for our listeners for the holiday? Um, I just I love this so much. And I really love that concept of green zones because green's a happy color and it, you know, it's got such um uh, life to it. So I'm excited that we're talking about that and we're going to continue talking about that in the new year. I um, also want people to realize it's just that season right now. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling all the things, if you're feeling like you've got to stuff all this work stuff in before the holidays and you're having to put on a happy face and a sparkly sweater and go to a holiday party where you had to make 50 cupcakes, um, we get it. And it is totally fine to set those boundaries, not just fine, but you should set some boundaries. Um, don't hesitate to say no. That's a complete sentence. And also, when we um, talk about the new year, we promise to come back and finish up our mandatory fun episode because we talked to y'all before about what didn't work. But then we promised that we would um, talk to you about some of the things that do work when you're trying to get some fun going with employees. Absolutely. Have a happy holiday. Implement some of these. We promise it will make your holiday happier and more peaceful for you. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you next year, Page Turners. Take care. Bye. If you'd like to turn the page and design your dream career and life, check out our website at turnthepagewithkylaandtyann.com. While you're there, you can download some fun freebies, See the show notes for the podcast and also see some behind the scenes photos. Those are my favorite. If you'd like to reach us, there's two ways. I'm Tyann and I specialize in strengths training, speaking, and coaching. You can go over to the website and reach me by clicking the About Tyann button. If you'd like to work with me, Kyla, for transition or life coaching, click on the About Kyla section. This podcast was brought to you by Kyla Martin Consulting and Osborne Consulting Group.